0: Grab a load of wood and head outside. It's time for a story. Today's story is A Surprise in the Oven A French-Canadian folktale. Once upon a time, a plump old woman named Tante Adela lived in French Canada. She lived all alone with her big grey cat and the cows in her barn. One morning, she got up very early as it was baking day and there was much to do. She took a load of wood outside to her oven. Now why would the oven door be open, she said. She poked a stick inside to see that no leaves or twigs had blown in. But the stick would not go far. Something was in there. The old woman bent over to look in. When she saw what she saw, Tanta Adela slammed the oven door shut. She ran out of her yard and down the road as fast as she could. At Felix Bell's farm she saw the neighbor drawing a bucket of water from the well. Felix, Felix, she called out, come quick. There's a skunk in my oven. Are you sure? said Felix. Maybe it's your cat. Of course I'm sure, said Tanta Adela. Does my cat have a white stripe down its back? I'll come as soon as I draw this bucket of water, said Felix. Tanta Adela turned and dashed back to the road. She headed for the next farm, the farm of Louis Ross. After all, three heads are better than two. Louis, Louis, she cried out of breath. Come right away. There's a skunk in my oven. A skunk, said Louis, Are you sure it's not a scrap of old fur coat you may have thrown away by mistake? Why would I throw away a fur coat, said Tanta Adela. Am I the kind of person who would do that? You have a point, said Louis Ross. I'll come over as soon as I've finished feeding the chickens. The old woman turned to the road and limped to the farm of Samuel Roy. Samuel, Samuel, she cried out. You must come to my farm, There's a skunk in my oven. Are you sure, said Samuel. Maybe you saw a shadow inside as you opened the door. Does a shadow have a bushy tail, said Tanta Adela. Does a shadow grit its teeth at me and snark? I don't think so. I'll come right over, said Samuel, just as soon as I finish weeding the garden. So Tanta Adela went from farm to farm looking for help. By the time she made it back home, Felix and Louie were already there. Soon after, Samuel came too, and others who had heard about the skunk in Tanta Adela's oven. Yep, there's a skunk in there all right, said Madam Ross, who had opened and closed the door. I know that, said Tanta Adela. The question is what to do about it. I'll run home and get my gun, said Felix. That'll take care of that. No, no, cried Tanta Adela, think of the smell. She will not be able to bake bread in there for a month, said Madame Roy. And everyone agreed. And it would spoil the pelt, said Samuel. He trapped for furs and knew what he was talking about. What if we got a dog, said Alice, the daughter of Samuel and Madame Ross? A dog will bark. Maybe that will scare the skunk out of the oven. If the skunk gets scared, said Tanta Adela, think of what it would do. What if we get a piece of meat and tie it to a string, said someone else? The skunk will come out on its own when it smells it. I have no meat, snapped Tanta Adela. And if I did, I would surely not waste it on a skunk. So this plan was dropped. No one else cared to use their own meat to lure the skunk out of the oven if Tanta Adela wasn't going to use hers. Oh, woe is me, wailed Tanta Adela. By then, everyone was getting bored with the question of the skunk, and it didn't look as if Tanta Adela was going to serve any food or drink for everyone who had come. Soon, Felix Bell and his wife remembered they had to milk the cows, Louis Ross said he must get back to clean the barn. And one by one, everyone found a reason to head home. At this time, Tanta Adela saw Jules Martel come into the yard. The young man may be simple-minded, she thought. Still, who else could she turn to for help? Jules, she said, Jules Martel, there is a skunk in my oven. Can you get him out without scaring him? All right, listeners, I'm just going to stop the story here for a minute. I want you to think for a second. What would you do to try and get the skunk out of the oven? Okay, thanks for thinking about that. Now we're going to head back to the story and see what happens. Jules nodded his head. He walked over to the oven. He opened the door and leaned inside. He spoke in a low voice. No one could tell what he was saying. At last, he stepped back. Then the sharp face of the skunk stuck out of the oven doorway. Everyone stepped back a few feet. The skunk wiggled its way over the edge and dropped to the ground. Slowly, the skunk made its way through the yard, holding its head high, and it headed into the woods, where it disappeared. Tanta Adela was thrilled. All the others were amazed. How did you get him to come out? said Samuel to Jules. What did you say to it? said someone else. I just told him, said Jules. Swinging his arms back and forth, that if he stayed in the oven any more, he would begin to smell like Tanta Adela's bread, and if that happened, none of the other skunks would come near him. Who would have guessed, Samuel Roy shook his head that a low creature like a skunk cares about what other creatures like him think of him? I suppose all creatures must have some sense of self-respect said Alice Roy, no matter who they are. Alice Roy and the others nodded in silence. (music) Have you ever seen a skunk before? Skunks live in North America, and... They certainly live in the woods, in the wilderness, but they can live in towns and cities as well. I've seen skunks several times. They, their bodies are kind of low to the ground, and they wobble as they move, and they, they really look different than any other creature. And they do have that white stripe down their back. Now, have you ever smelled a skunk before? It's an unmistakable smell. So this is, this is how a skunk works. Normally, if you leave a skunk alone, it'll leave you alone, and it's no big deal. A skunk just wants to be out there finding its food, talking to its friends, being a skunk. But if you scare a skunk, or if another animal scares a skunk, like if a dog scares a skunk or, or any other animal, if they start to make a skunk nervous like the skunk thinks that the dog might attack it, then the skunk gives a warning. The skunk will stamp its little feet and try to get the other creature to go away. And if that doesn't work, then the skunk will lift up its tail to try to get the other creature to go away. And if that doesn't work then the skunk will go right up on its front paws and lift its bottom into the air. This is the final warning. If the creature that's threatening the skunk still doesn't go away, then the skunk will squirt this terrible-smelling liquid from its bottom. It's incredibly gross, It's and the smell sticks to whatever the skunk sprays, and makes it smell bad it's it's not even easy to wash off you can't even really wash it off with soap and water if a skunk sprays you you'll be stinky for days and you can smell the stink of a skunk spray from a mile or more away and i really respect skunks i mean i think i think skunks are onto something If a creature or a person threatens a skunk, then the skunk will warn them, right? That's like asking them to stop. But if you don't heed the skunk's warning, then the skunk will attack you, kind of, with its spray. Now, the skunk doesn't hurt you. The skunk doesn't kill you. The skunk just stinks you. And and that's very effective. Um, creatures, dogs, bears, humans, none of us like to get sprayed by a skunk. And if you've ever been sprayed by a skunk, it's a learning experience. You know never to mess with a skunk again. But the skunk doesn't actually have to hurt the other creature in order to accomplish it. And I, I think that's great. I think, you know, I think maybe we should all be a little bit more like skunks. If someone or something is bothering us, the first step is to warn them. Right? And a skunk doesn't usually give just one warning. Stunks, skunks will give two or three warnings. Um, and if that doesn't work, then they spray. A skunk is a symbol of self-respect. The skunk cares about itself. The skunk takes care of itself. And it does it without hurting other creatures. I think I would like to be more like a skunk. But I definitely don't want one in my oven. This story, A Surprise in the Oven, is a traditional Canadian folktale, and this particular version of it was adapted by Stories to Grow By. You can visit Stories to Grow By at storiestogrowby.org, where they have dozens of stories available to read, and I haven't read a story there yet that I didn't enjoy. I'm pleased to be in partnership with Stories to Grow By, presenting their stories here on Elderberry Tales, with permission. Thanks for listening to Elderberry Tales. I'll see you next week.